Good morning for Tuesday, February 22, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's on today's front page. Gaddafi's forces strike with fury as unrest grows. An American held in Pakistan was part of a CIA-led team. In today's national headlines, union bonds in Wisconsin begin to fray, and Rahm Emanuel has a wide lead in Chicago. In today's business stories, stocks fall and oil spikes on unrest in Libya. The Japanese stock market is getting new respect. And even faster internet service in South Korea. There will be more business stories and more national and world news. The roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Bob Herbert. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Cairo. It's called, Qaddafi's forces strike with fury as unrest grows. Witnesses describe attacks in Tripoli backed by helicopters and planes. The story is reported by David Kirkpatrick and Mona El-Nagar. The faltering government of the Libyan strongman Colonel Momar el-Qaddafi struck back at mounting protest against his 40-year rule as security forces and militiamen backed by helicopters and warplanes besieged parts of the capital on Monday, according to witnesses and news reports from Tripoli. By Monday night, witnesses said the streets of Tripoli were thick with special forces loyal to Gaddafi as well as mercenaries. Roving the streets in trucks, they shot freely as planes dropped what witnesses described as small bombs and helicopters fired on protesters. Hundreds of Gaddafi supporters took over the central green square in the capital after truckloads of militiamen arrived and opened fire on protesters, scattering them. It was an obscene amount of gunfire, said one witness. They were strafing these people. People were running in every direction. The police stood by and watched, the witness said, as the militiamen, still shooting, chased after the protesters. The death toll could not be determined. The escalation of the conflict came after six days of revolt that began in Libya's second-largest city, Benghazi, where hundreds of people were killed in clashes with security forces, according to witnesses. Human rights activists outside the country said they had confirmed more than 220 deaths. The day had begun with growing signs that Gaddafi's grip on power might be slipping, with protesters in control of Libya's second-largest city, his security forces pulled back to key locations in the capital as government buildings smoldered, and a growing number of officials and military personnel joined the revolt. But the violence Gaddafi unleashed Monday on Tripoli demonstrated that he was willing to shed far more blood than the deposed rulers of either neighboring Egypt or Tunisia in his effort to hold on to power. Two residents said planes had been landing for ten days, ferrying mercenaries from African countries to an air base in Tripoli. The mercenaries had done much of the shooting, which began Sunday night, they said. The shooting is not designed to disperse the protesters, said one resident. It is meant to kill them. This is not Ben Ali or Mubarak, he added, referring to the deposed leaders of Tunisia and Egypt. This man has no sense of humanity. In a sign of growing cracks within the government, several senior officials broke with Qaddafi. The Kurnia newspaper, which has ties to C.F. al-Islam el-Qaddafi, the Libyan leader's son, reported that the justice minister, Mustafa Aboud el-Jalil, had resigned in protest over the deadly response to the demonstrations. And in New York, the Libyan delegation to the United Nations defected as well. 
the deputy ambassador and more than a dozen members of the Libyan mission to the United Nations, called upon Gaddafi to step down and leave the country in a letter drafted on Monday. He has to leave as soon as possible, said the deputy ambassador, Ibrahim Dabashi, paraphrasing the letter. He has to stop killing the Libyan people.